What is up? It's Megan, and I'm back with another episode of the Scare Photographer Podcast, a podcast where we talk to fellow photographers about their journey into their business, their struggles, their wins, keeping it super vulnerable, and in hopes that we inspire other creatives to keep going on their journey. Here's another episode coming up right now. What's up, guys? It's Megan, and I'm back, and I have a Taylor here from Howie Photography, and I'm so excited to chat with her today. How's it going, Taylor? It's going good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, the audience didn't see this, but I messed up my intro about four times before we got to this point. So we're lucky. We're we're lucky. We're here now. <laughs> it's all good. It's gonna be a good time, right? Oh man, um, I'm really stoked to have you on the podcast to talk about your journey. And yeah, it was just great. I, we connected over Instagram and um, you're based in Portland is kind of like mm -hmm. your home base, but then you also service some other areas of, of the US. Yeah, yep. I also service Las Vegas, Nevada and Phoenix, Arizona cool. and just really travel up and down the West Coast. So it's real fun. That's awesome. Did you always like want to be to travel with photography or that yeah. just kind of come with the territory? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I thought it was so cool when I kind of started my photo journey, my parents actually brought up the idea like, Oh, you could, you can travel for this. Like I know people who travel and I, I was so fascinated to do what I love and go to these new places. I love like traveling and going to new places and experiencing things for the first time. So I think that's what really drew me to traveling and wanting to go to all these different places. So, and, and it is, it, it's real, it's real exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. The, I guess like a big perk of it is you get to get paid and then go explore all these new, new fun places. Yeah. Yeah. Part. We talked a little bit about, obviously we all start somewhere and that's typically what we chat about on the podcast. So I want to go back before all your travels <laughs> when you weren't traveling around for photography um and just talk about that like how did you get into photography what made you decide okay I love this I want to make a career out of it mm -hmm. yeah so I started back in high school uh, my high school had a an elective class that we were allowed to take so like literally the birth of photography passion like was <laughs> on a bus at the end of eighth grade and kids talking about like what's going to be your elective in high school? Like, what are you going to do? And everybody's talking about like art and culinary and all this stuff. And then some guys like, oh man, like, did you hear about the photography teacher? And, and they started talking about it. Like you got to rent a camera, you got to learn all this stuff. And I was like, you know, like take pictures at a class. I love to take pictures. Like yeah. from there, I think I had like a little cool pics camera I had gotten for my birthday. And I, I just, I fell in love with the idea of just like taking pictures for class, like not yeah. having like math or like any of that stuff. Couldn't find out like photography class was actually really hard because there's <laughs> yeah. not gonna lie, my, my photography teacher was a hard ass, but I love loved, loved her. Yeah. Um and honestly, I really think it was my photography teacher who, you know, she just from the start really taught me all the fundamentals of photography and her class was always so fun and really put in so much passion into like how to make it out of the business. Like I think that's really what 
what helped me grow into a business. So like my freshman and sophomore year, that's where I learned like all the fundamentals and things like that. Then by like our junior year of high school, um, we had an opportunity to go to New York trip. And she's like, no, you can like charge people to take their pictures. You know that, right? People do that. And I was like, really? really? No way. I'm like a junior in high school, like punk. I'm going to like, and that's what I was doing. I was doing like family photos and senior photos and all this stuff. And then I made all this money to go to New York. Yeah. And on that New York trip, I, oh man, it was so fun. There was like a side of me that wanted to be like contemporary photographer. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> It wasn't the thing for me. Sports was more of my thing going into college, but I, that was where like really the portraiture photography business side of things really grew. And so from there, like I was doing senior portraits and family portraits and by college, I was a sports photographer because they paid me to take pictures of all the sports teams, which it was fun. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it, you know, broke college kid, just go to the basketball game and take pictures. Like that was a good Friday night to me. Yeah. Make a couple bucks. And then by my gosh my senior year of high school senior year of college was really the stepping point of like when I started to learn that people make money off of this and I didn't know what I was going to do after college and I didn't want a nine-to-five job and I was like how can I do this forever how can I just be my own boss because I think that that was what sold me was like I want to be happy creating the life I want, not working for somebody else on yeah. their time, on their schedule. And I think that's what motivated me more before like the money and any of that stuff, because the money doesn't come for a while. Like there's a yeah. lot of groundwork that yeah. we have to in as photographers. Like yeah. I've been doing the, this shit for like 10 years, but nobody knew the first five years where I was like yep. broke as shit. Like, oh my God, I need this photo shoot because I can't even pay a subscription. Like, yeah that was the time that I was at, but I realized how happy it made me just to like edit all day and make my schedule and do all this stuff. And, and that's what really inspired me to really take this as a business. And really yeah. at the beginning, all I did was ask people to take their pictures. Hey, can I take your photos for free? Like yeah. that was the, that thinking about it now, like that was the groundwork of yeah. literally doing so much shit for free. And, but that's how I landed my first wedding. Like I saw a friend from high school got engaged. I asked her if I could take her engagement photos. And then they yeah. asked me, Hey, how much do you charge for a wedding? Like, I don't even know what to charge. Yeah. Uh, like, how's like $500. Is that okay? Yeah. Like, me thinking $500 was so much money. I mean, yeah. it is a lot of money, but like where I am now, like I would yeah. not. You like, kick yourself so that. hard. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh my but, gosh. But yeah, that's, that's like where my journey kind of went like it. Yeah. And it's still going like, I, I, I won't like put a pin like, Oh, I'm at the peak of my success. Cause right. I don't even feel like I'm at the peak of my success, but yeah. where, from where I started to like kind of where I'm at now and how rapidly things change. Cause like, from what I hear, a lot of photographers are in this, like in the wedding industry, five to six years before things take off. And yeah, I kind of like have been just going in a, going straight up, I guess, in a way, like still growing yeah. within a short two to three years of kind of when I did start wedding photography, which yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's been a journey. Um, Aww. but yeah, high school, high school really was the bloom of that. Yeah. And I, Till this day, I mean, I still go back to my high school and I'll, I'll get to speak um, with 
some of the kids at the class and like get to, I get to let them ask me questions. I'm like, yeah, you can like make a job out of this. Yeah, so that's awesome. Kids, yeah, and it's really cool because then then those kids are sitting in their seat like, whoa, really? yeah, mind blown. Like an, an an endless repetition of people like finding their passion and realizing yeah. like, you know, you yeah, we consider ourselves photographers, but technically we are creative entrepreneurs, business yeah. people. Um, and that's a whole nother side that this, I mean, this last year and a half I have learned very heavily on, but um, <laughs> I love that. What it, It's been good. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, um, okay. I was going to ask, what did you go to college for? If obviously photography was a passion of yours, but what did you do when you went to college? Yeah. So yes, photography was uh, that number one passion, but to get school paid for was another passion. So yeah. I played volleyball. Sorry, um, you cut out for a second. Oh, sorry. Um, so can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> um, so I went to college um, uh, to play volleyball. So okay. I wanted to get school paid for and business. So I got my bachelor's degree in business. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Do you, um, do you find you lean into that a little bit? Like, yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> I do. I feel like I do. I mean, to be real, like transparent and honest, like to those who want to go to college or who don't like, I feel it's so up to their decision. Like it's really hard now because thinking back, I (laughs) have spent more time doing the research on my own and learning how to like pay my taxes, be a business owner, how to register, like be a creative entrepreneur. And then I think back to like college of like, damn, I had to do this like stupid supply chain formula. <laughs> yeah. Statistics, like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so I did in school. It, it kind of upsets me because I did, I did spend a little bit of money like for my education, but like when it was crunch time to become a business owner, YouTube university, literally like, yeah. And, and again, the groundwork that I had to set myself is kind of what has made me into the business, um, woman that I am today. And yeah. I mean, I do think I did have a great college experience. Like I, I won't say anything like there's nothing bad about it. It's just, I, I, it was just a different direction. It's a, it's a hard direction thinking back on it now. Like yeah. it kind of stinks. Like, I think the biggest thing is like, not people don't teach you how to pay your taxes. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's my biggest argument when it comes to college stuff is just like, I wish somebody just would teach us how to pay your taxes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just do, like the regular stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's about it. And I've been out of school now for about two years. Yeah. I'm not planning on going back. No. <laughs> You're like, I'm done, oh, I'm done. No. Oh, that's I'm awesome. Right now. <laughs> yeah. So when did you start your business? Like while you were in college then? Did you kind of like start rolling that out? So legally started my business. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> you're not going to get yeah. in trouble or anything. Like, no. yeah. I know. IRS, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I legally started my business, um, 2020. Yeah. 2020. And did you like, when you start, even like prior to you, like, you know, okay, here's my business. I registered it, all that stuff. Like when you when you were in college, you, you kind of mentioned like you were pretty sure you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like you're like, okay, I want to run a business. Mm-hmm. Did you know, like you were taking portraits and different styles of photography? Like, did you know that you wanted to work? Cause you mainly work in the wedding industry or like couples mm-hmm. is kind of what I see you photograph. Did you know that's what you wanted to do mm-hmm. then or no? <laughs> I 
I had no idea I was going to be a wedding photographer. Like being in college, like doing all the sports photography, like that's actually what made me move to Portland was my sophomore year of college. I was like, I'm going to move to Portland because I want to be like an Adidas sports photographer. That's what I thought that you could like make money off of. I even even joked about joining the air force and being like a photographer in the air force. Um, cause I just wanted to do like something. Um, but it really wasn't until when I had start asking couples, like, can I like take your photo? And then my friend was like, Oh, like what, how much would it cost for you to take our wedding photos? That like that first wedding I did, I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I love it. I love it. I'm not doing anything else. I'm done. (laughs) I want to get good at this. Yeah. that was it. Yeah. Oh, and then how did you kind of build from there? Did you just keep asking people like, what was your experience like building and and getting into the wedding industry? Yeah. Um, so getting more than into the wedding industry, cause like it's weird because there's different ways people kind of get in. Some people start by second shooting Mm -hmm. uh, or like just shadowing. I just like jumped in I I led a whole wedding like by myself I mean I obviously prepped and did a whole bunch of research and all that stuff to kind of like get into it but like I kind of just hopped right into it and I the only problem was is that when you only have one wedding underneath your belt you're like okay well how do I make it look like I I do this like yeah I want to show everybody everything and I think from there I so yeah at the time I only had one wedding and I just marketed it and put on Instagram, like I was a wedding pro, like I had yeah, no research. And even from the first wedding I did, I learned so, so much. Yeah. And I put on Instagram, like more couples and, and which is true, what you put out on social media is what you're going to get back in. Yeah. And that was when I scored my second wedding in the same year of 2019. So uh, to that summer of 2019 was my first wedding. And then fall was when my second wedding came up. And that was when I learned even more. So then I had two weddings underneath my belt and I was just marketing the crap out of it, you know, putting out their uh, tips and tricks and things, things that I was actually really learning yeah. uh, in the industry. And that's when I like started to get more inquiries. And the biggest thing like that is the more you put out there and people are saying, oh, she's getting booked. And at the time my pricing was, was very low. Um, but with that high demand, with that high demand for that low pricing. That was when I was like getting all these bookings out of nowhere. Like I think January, um, of 2020 way before, you know, those two months right before COVID, COVID. Oh, I had no idea that, that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, during that, th- that time, I was just like getting all these bookings and I had a huge high demand and I had, th- I think I had like seven to 10 weddings or something booked for 2020. And I was like, cool. Okay. Time to raise my prices. And then COVID had hit. So that first real wedding season I had, I think I had a total of 25 weddings in 2020, even with like people postponed only a couple months. I did have some cancellations um, that that did happen, reschedules, all that stuff. But which is weird because I was like a fresh wedding industry person who went full-time right before she even had weddings. Like I didn't I quit everything because my other jobs made me so unhappy. And I was like, this is all that I wanted to do once yeah. I got a taste of the wedding industry. And then COVID had hit. There's no rule book on how to be a business owner um, or sure, wedding in the midst of a pandemic. So <laughs> we're just kind of like going with the flow. And my first real year of wedding photography was weird as shit. But yeah. it was fun and interesting. And I learned so much. And 
And when I really got a taste of that first, like first season, I was like, I love this shit. Yeah. I literally, I, I, lo- love I know that feeling. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And, and just from there, you know, I, I learned a lot of business strategies that high demand, raise your prices, low demand, maybe stay kind of stagnant. Yeah. Do more marketing and stuff like that. And now I'm kind of at this peak of like, I'm not really raising my prices as much. Like I'm just kind of like stagnant, but I know what my worth is. I know what my time I'm at a point where I'm saying no to projects that if it's really uninspiring or a couple and I just, it's just, we just don't mesh well. Yeah. I'm happy to refer those people off because I care more about their day being documented by somebody who's going to give them that full effort, you know, yeah. and not everybody's made for each other. And, and I want, I work best when I am inspired and thriving and yeah. just like happy and in my element. And, and that's where I'm at now. And in that short, like two, two and a half years of this COVID and I mean, and all of this in a pandemic. So, and yeah. I'm traveling, so like traveling and a pandemic and this and that. So it's like, it's just really weird. Cause it's not the black and white story of starting a business. Like it, right. it's been yeah. a lot of challenges. I think that's what's so cool about um, a lot of the conversations we have on the podcast and why I love to do this is because we think sometimes that it's like, okay, you start here, you go here, you go here, but everybody's journey is so different and so unique. And every, you know, even just listening to you talk about the wedding industry during the pandemic, like where you are in the U.S. is so different than here in Canada, where it's like, just even knowing that part, like everybody's journey is so different based on where you are. So I love that you were able to do that and like get through the pandemic and, and just be like, no, fuck it. I'm putting my blinders on. I'm doing weddings. I love them so much. And now you're traveling. Do you, so you travel a lot and do a lot of elopements now. Is that like, do you kind of do a little bit of both? Are you one partial to the other? Yeah. Um, not gonna lie, I am starting to like elopements and intimate weddings a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I I do. I mean, I love weddings in general. It's so so fun. I just I love it when things are intimate and crafty and personalized and things that yeah. are more about people. Like, I think my biggest thing I've learned is that it's not about having the perfect photo. It's about telling the story of the day yeah. and serving the couple in the best amazing way possible you can yeah and uh this year it's really been my goal to like be more in the moment and not just like shoving a camera like getting those pinterest worthy honestly i don't really give a shit how like creative this like bridesmaid thing or that like cool like if that's your thing (laughs) cool I want to serve my couple and I don't want to spend 30 minutes on a photo session when they could have been with their grandma at cocktail hour. Like so many couples don't get to enjoy cocktail hour. And that's yeah. actually really important because by the end of the wedding, they're like, Oh, I didn't even say hi to uncle Jeff or something. I'm like, Oh, that's sad. Like, how does that happen? I know. Yeah. Like how that's not, you put on this whole day and, and the bride and groom or the couple doesn't get to even see like some of their family or talk to their family members or like, eat the food or eat the food. <laughs> like, a shit ton of money for this food. You better, I know. You better eat it. Cause I, I, I eat on weddings. Yep. Oh my God. That's so true. That's but, so true. Yeah, I, I just, I love it when I do. I love it when we have a less strict, let the day flow yeah. who they are. And it's not just like picture, picture, picture. I just yeah. don't, I don't like being that photographer. I, and I think I was, 
at the beginning because that's just what I assumed like what people did but as I'm learning like my couples are enjoying more when they have those raw candid moments and it's not just like pose this pose that I'm trying to get the best Pinterest worthy photo or yeah. best Instagram photo and it's not about us it's not about me yeah I don't, this, this my business is my business but it's not about me it's about my couples and the people yeah. who want to work with me and and that that has been the biggest eye-opening thing for me this year yeah. It's, it's I, really great. Yeah. I love that you said that because I agree. We get so caught up in the like what we should be doing because of what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're booking. So therefore I need to photograph like them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they do the typical getting they do like I love getting ready part too, but it's not about like always the the way it's flat laid on the floor or like you know, if if that's what your couple's into, like then hundred percent. But I love that you said that because it's just something that doesn't get talked about a lot Mm -hmm. either is the fact that there is no like wrong way, I guess, to work with your couple on their wedding day. Like, you know, yes, you should be getting a photograph of them with their parents, but doesn't have to be like at a specific time or like at a specific in a specific way. And I think we get so caught up in like, oh, this is, this is just the tradition and I have to do it that we kind of like forget. Yeah. It's about them, not us. (laughs) It is. is. We are, you know, oh my gosh, (laughs) just thinking about it. Like when you, or when I came, I feel deep in my heart that I was put on this earth to serve other people. Yeah. And it is kind of like chilling to the fact that, you know, having, feeling that role of service, like, and honoring that it's, it's like the best part of my job is yeah. to be that service provider. Like I, my, I know that my purpose is to make sure that these, these days, like I love wedding days when people get married. Those are the best, happiest times of your life. Like it's such a monumental moment and being the service provider that I am, I know that I was put on this earth to bend and break my back for whatever this person needs, because one day when it's my day and that, like, I'm not married yet, but when it's my day, I would want others to do, you know, the same because it, I just know, I just, it, it's like a, it's yeah. not a baptism, but like, no, it, I know it's, it's, it's a beautiful, yeah. And when you feel your couple's energy and you feel huh. the everything around you and you kind of just stop and, um, just like pause and start creating with intention and mm-hmm. purpose rather than sticking to a piece of paper that says at 2 PM, we have to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's okay if you're there, at not 2 PM. <laughs> you know, and, and kind of just letting go of that pressure. It also makes the job much more fun too. Oh yeah. It, it, it gives me so like, it's less stressful when people are like, Oh, you're, you're a wedding photographer. That must be a real stressful job. And I was like, well, it fucking was, but (laughs) I changed it and decided, Nope. (laughs) Really? It's stressful. If you want to make it stressful and yeah, that letting go of those reins of control and, and expectation, like and going back to the, just the fundamentals of basic service, like mm-hmm. authenticity, kindness, and joy goes such a long way. And that truly is the br- like branding building blocks of my business is authenticity, yeah. kindness, and joy. And like 
I know that if I can give that on a wedding day and just be the best possible human being I can be to this couple, I like my, I know that my work is going to be great. And I know that they're going to see the reflection of how great their day was through their photos. And it's just going to make life more enjoyable. Like my biggest goal as an entrepreneur was to create a business that made me happy, Mm -hmm. not to do it for other people, not to be great on Instagram, not to have all these materialistic things. It was just the fundamental of how can I make my life happy? Mm -hmm. And that's what I try every day we do have challenges yeah I love it like that's a good daily affirmation like today like my life is for me and not for anybody else um because we do get so caught up in what everyone else is doing or what we should be doing or I know I, I I'm guilty of being on social media and like oh like I decided I'm gonna niche down to this but I see somebody else doing this thing and they're making money or they're booking bloody blah weddings and I'm not and now I'm like you know but I have to have that pep talk to you almost every day like nope you're creating for you you're creating for your life this is an intentional thing and um yeah you get you're right we said earlier like you attract what you put out that's what you attract back you get that same type of person back in your life which then fuels the whole you know being happy part (laughs) is really important yeah don't get me wrong like I mean god especially with COVID like there's so many it's really I've gotten wrapped up you know there's some really sad and darkening things but I think the comparison thing like you kind of touched on is is I think what kind of crushes those and really darkens is the moment you like start comparing which I've done that shit a lot yeah a really hard hole to get out of but like you know again those daily affirmations the more pep talks the more you talk to yourself the things that you do to fill your life with joy it can get you out of that hole a little bit easier because I've been there and it just is so it's 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 unhappy to to live in the comparison game or of what other people are doing like yeah we all have our special talents we are all important and we're all put on this earth to serve a purpose and be the best at that purpose. And Yeah, absolutely. I just want to touch real quick on something that I was reading that you had mentioned yeah. about. Um, I like to talk about fears okay. um, on the podcast because we all have them. And uh, one of the things that you had mentioned was when you started your business was a big fear around um, having a stable income. Um, and obviously like you want to make your life happy and I'm sure there was fear around like, how do I create this life that I, it's truly fulfilling and happy. And then I can actually like, f- like service my clients the way I want to, but then also like <laughs> make a steady income and support myself. So what was like that process for you when you started your business? Yeah. Um, so like I said, I, I, when I had like really started, I, just quit everything mm-hmm. and started. Like, I know that some people, again, different journeys, some people kind of wait till they have a safety net or this and yeah. that. But back to the happiness thing, like I was so not happy with working for somebody else that I was like, I don't care what happens. Yeah. Jesus, take the will. <laughs> shit. And I was, yeah. and I just like, I realized that if I wanted to be full-time, I 
needed to be a full-time I guess that that makes sense my, yeah, my just, mentor had said that in our yeah. he's educating us um and like statistically I would not recommend because it can be kind of sad when you just kind of like quit everything I mean I didn't have a plan I, I didn't have a single fucking thing of what I, <laughs> I I'm being dead honest I yeah. think I had two hundred dollars to my name and I was still living on campus and I was just like, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And I thought I I just had goals of like getting bookings. And I was even at the time of like, I did reach out to people on Instagram. I would do my research. Like the biggest thing, the big money maker for me was senior photography. Like Mm -hmm. I had a really strong, um, market in Grace Harbor, which is where my first two years of college was, which is about two and a half hours away from Portland. I would DM seniors like, Hey, I'm a senior photographer. Da, da, da. Like, would you be interested? And I was that girl. And that's how uh-huh. I, that's how I wanted to make my money. I mean, there, again, there's no rule book. I mean, yeah, there was no rule book of, of how to do this. Like, I didn't know people, I didn't know really what an inquiry form was at the time. Like I was asking people and I was charging a really low amount. So I was charging low and working a lot just to mm-hmm. make just to have something. And, and so I was doing a lot of senior portraits and then people loved their photos. And, and basically what I was doing is, as I was slaving myself and overworking myself, giving this great like service provider. So then people would talk about me. And in a span of like six months, that's when I like had a pretty strong, like senior business kind of going while those book, like those weddings were kind of coming in because the senior portraits was what was paying my bills. And kind of letting me grow but I really only wanted to niche down and just get paid through by doing weddings but yeah. I just wasn't there yet um but the scary thing of that is how many fucking no's I got yeah. like it, it was hard I mean it, it I mean not a strategic business move or right financial move but I was very I was very stingy with my money I was I was always saving I was doing the best that I could to just build and save as much money as I could and slowly buy the subscriptions that would help my business produce faster. And it was a really slow kind of pace that started. And that fear of an unsteady income was at the beginning because of how like things like, oh, it'd be really hot for a second and then nothing. And then I'd be really hot for a second, which is funny because it's right now, like I'm in slow season. So I'm not getting a whole bunch of like inquiries and bookings. And then we automatically go into panic mode. Like, yeah, oh God, like I'm not getting any inquiries. Yeah, I'm not why? This. Yeah. yeah. And it's a fear. And I still have that fear. I mean, I had just kind of gotten over the, the whole January. I don't even think I got, I think I got one wedding inquiry out of all in yeah. January and it can be scary. And the automatic fear of not having a structured like paycheck is like, if you're not working right now, you're not making money, but it's yeah. not like, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. But that's how our brains kind of want to think because of, yeah. of those steady income paychecks and things. And there's some strategic business things that I've kind of learned about paying and, and ha- how to like frame out your paychecks to create a, that steady income. But yeah. at the very beginning, I didn't know shit. I didn't know anything about how to do it. And that's what scared the crap out of me. And then, you know, our parents who work so hard and have that nine to five job don't understand that. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, wait a minute, what are you doing? 
why don't you have a job? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Like, and then it's another defeating thing of like, how, how do I make this like steady income? So like for me, it, it was like hard groundwork of reaching out to people and slowly growing through the word of mouth. I mean, God, this was way before reels was a thing. (laughs) So crazy because reels are still so fresh, but, um, even TikTok, like these, how people would find you at the time is still like, it was the word of mouth. And that takes takes a lot longer process than just say reels because we get everything like this from back then. It was just like a slower, slower, harder process. So it was hard. It was very scary. (laughs) Um, but looking back on it now, it, I'm really proud in this, in a sense, like, yeah, I did that shit. Like yeah. I was, I was <laughs> dude, I was so broke. I got a parking ticket. I had a, or a speeding ticket. I called friend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Me, yeah. Wow. Best friend. Bless his yeah. Heart. Was so oh, broke. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it is like you're, we're talking about like the whole January thing and it, that also, I find sometimes the comparison game when you see other photographers are like, oh my gosh, my inbox is so full and you know, all this stuff. And a lot of times it's bullshit yeah. because like, it's like, that's a marketing thing, right? Like when you say on Instagram, like, oh, I'm getting booked like you, I've done it on oh, purpose because you want people. It's not for other photographers to show off. It's like, no, I want clients who follow me, who've talked about booking with me to understand, you know, Mm-hmm. But as a creative entrepreneur, you're like, oh, why are they getting all the bookings? And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I get too passionate. I'm like hand talking and I knocked my microphone over. <laughs> Sorry for your ears. <laughs> but you know, and, and so you're right. Like when January comes along, you're like, what is happening? Like, I have no job now. <laughs> yeah, I, and it's so funny because I've seen some photographers out there who like, post how many emails like sorry I couldn't get to all your emails today and I'm like we can't get email and I'm like fuck <laughs> yep I haven't gotten an email in the last five days damn it <laughs> shut up right I'm just kidding but yeah but I think it's just different for everybody how things yeah. things and ways like it just you know there's no like here's the formula to be successful yeah like it's, it's there's no formula. It's just like, hey, here are a couple things that has helped me in my business. Like, I hope it helps for yours. Like, yeah. there's some things that I know my friends do. I don't do. Works for them. Doesn't work for me. Yeah. But that's okay. That that's the thing. Is like, our we just kind of go go through the process and yeah. let us know. But yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love I love these conversations. I always I learn do. something, and then I always just get excited to share this information because it's, we do, you get just caught up in everything and, um, everybody is, yeah, everyone's different and everyone's journey is different. So thank you for sharing yours. I'm happy happy to share like it. It just like to anyone who lists, like who's listening, like our journeys are so beautiful and amazing and hard and, (laughs) but it's great. And I don't want to say the cliche shit of like, trust the process. Yeah. But <laughs> seriously, like, yeah. I mean, we I often forget, yeah. we often forget to like reflect back on actually how far you've come or how far we've come. Um, we're just so 
concerned with what everyone else is doing some days that we're like, oh, we're shitty. (laughs) Celebrate more of our, like our, even though we see that they're tiny wins, they're wins, they're victories. Yeah. God, just, I just learned how to pay my goddamn taxes this year. Like I understand (laughs) it. Like the taxes is a huge thing for me because that is something that is real. That was also really scary for my business because um, the IRS is fucking scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys have that way scarier uh, stuff down yeah. there than us in Canada. The it's, Canadian it's, government's like, Meh, you can pay us whenever. <laughs> right? no, uh, I mean, not okay. really. That's bad business okay. advice. Don't listen to that. <laughs> but I always small interjection. I just think because, um, like from a Canadian's point of view, whenever we watch like TV and movies, like they make the IRS is like the big bad wolf. And I'm sure, I'm sure it is, oh, it is. but like here in Canada, it's like, you do get in trouble, but like, you won't go to jail or like, you won't like, I don't know, like they're pretty easy going. As long as you talk to them, they're like, it's fine. You can have a payment plan. You can do like, they're really good about it. <laughs> IRS is scary. They're like, they're- yes, jail. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you want to know something that was on a return? If you stole something, how much was it worth? Because you need to pay us. Oh what, my god! Like, I guess people steal stuff, and the IRS needs needs you to pay on that item you stole. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I, that's funny. so funny. But but yeah, I, oh. I mean, it it just uh, just yeah. a lot of just a lot of scary stuff, but. Okay. Oh, you've done really good. good. Yeah, we figured out you're good to go. Well, thank you so much for hanging out. We're just going to shit talk the IRS and the Canadian government (laughs) here. No big deal. (laughs) Every photographer in the, in North America right now is like, "Mm -hmm. yep, I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to talk about taxes now? Yeah, no. Um, if you want to go follow Taylor, her, her business is Howie Photography over on Instagram. Her website is howiephotography.com and yeah, go check her out. Go follow her. It sounds like you're off to some adventures soon, which is so exciting. Thank you so much for seriously having me. Yeah. It was I love, I just love chatting and, and love talking about what I love and making iris jokes (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh awesome okay well we'll see you all on the next episode that's it that's us we're ending it now (laughs) bye